Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marvel Comics Podcast, a Star Wars episode. Obviously, I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have Darth Vader, Star Wars Darth Vader number 35, and it's a Afra issue, and now we're getting Afra crossing over with everybody. Luke, Darth, people are getting Everywhere. confused with the timeline a bit with these, but I don't know. It's We keep saying about the idea of having an Afra cartoon or a TV show and things like that. Maybe they're gearing up for something because they are having a crossover. We thought that it was just because the Afro book isn't selling well. But I kind of think it might have been a better play if that's the case to have Darth show up in the Afro book and yes. maybe, you know, work Luke somewhere else or wait for that or whatnot, because that's the big thing that everybody would get fired up for. And when we get into this, you do have a recap of some of the things that Afro did with Darth Vader in the past. So if you're not aware of the Kieran Gillen and then everybody else who took over since then, you'll get a little bit of that. But if you don't know that, I'd probably say just go read that uh, run. That's pretty good. This is okay. It's Mm -hmm. not as good as that, though. But still, for a Darth Vader deal, it's Darth trying to get control of his wonky powers since the Fermata Cage. I'm starting to think, and this happens a lot when you have events, big, small, whatever, you know, that hidden empathy. I, I want this Fermata cage to kind of disappear. It, it didn't oh, yeah. work out in the story itself anyway. You know, it's actually more important now after the fact than it ever was really in the story because it ended up kind of being a dupe. But this whole force wave, eh, we, we got yeah, better things old. to do. Yeah, it is getting a bit old. And everybody's having problems, including Slime Moore, who has a bit of a migraine from it, <laughs> and then gets shade thrown at her by, by the Emperor. The Emperor is doing fine. This is the thing, though, and we'll, I might as well say the credits, but I have a problem with the Emperor. But here we go. It is <laughs> Darth Vader, number 35, written by Greg Pak, art by Raphael and Ninko, or Ienko, colors by Federico Blee, letters by VCs Joe Carmania, Target Afra. After Darth Vader convinced Sabe to fully commit to the battle against the insurgent Jewel Tambor. Remember what I asked you? When are we going to stop hearing about Jewel Tambor? <laughs> Sabe's fellow handmaids tried to free her from Darth Lord's control. But Sabe returned to Vader, whom only she knows was once Anakin Skywalker. Following a deep introspection, Sabe realized she could not give in to hate and could never truly join Vader. Vader used his remaining control of the Force to throw Sabe far out to sea. <laughs> it didn't seem that far out. Could, but Vader has a new challenge. The opening of the mysterious Fermata cage has rendered him <laughs> unable to fully control his use of the Force. Oh, it's like everything that we laughed at all in one. Uh, but I don't mind this issue. We get we get a pretty funny Ochi who we love Ochi because he just he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. He's the lackey to Vader. He's like, you know, pretty much always trying to suck up the Vader and anybody who gets any attention off of him. It drives him nuts. But I also like the idea when you first get in, like when Sabe first shows up or here with Afra, he is so and I'm, Ochi is so convinced. Oh man, Vader's going to take care of you because he thinks that him and Vader are such good friends. And then he just gets treated like complete crap. And I feel bad for him. He keeps coming back <laughs> for it. But we start out with the Emperor getting word that Vader blasted a hole 
in the side of the executor and got thrown out in the space. The funny thing is at one point, hey, should we send the rescue ships out for Vader? No. And then he walks away laughing, cackling. <laughs> he has, uh, I also feel bad. Admiral Piet, that guy's another whipping boy as well. This guy is always getting <laughs> yelled at. He's always getting choked out. So you have that going on. Then Slymore is like, I don't know what's happening. My head kind of hurts. I got a headache. And that's where you get that recap deal where the Emperor's like, oh, is, you ever hear the Fermata cage? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard the legend. Oh, it's no legend. We had it. It got opened up. It really wasn't what we thought it was, but it sent a force wave through. That's why you have this minor headache, Slymore. And this is funny. It's, it's shade more now is what he's <laughs> doing because she's like, oh, it hurts a little. Yeah, it hurts a little because you're kind of lame. Yeah, you're lame. He says, right? And then he says, Vader, on the other hand, he's strong, so his powers are completely out of control. And then Sly goes, but but you're unaffected. This makes no sense. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, the, you have to have, I guess you can't have the Emperor go completely out, because what would he do out of control? He'd destroy everything, didn't we, right? Didn't we see him in his tower, like, uh, freaking out with the power yeah, and stuff? so <laughs> either he's lying. <laughs> or he's controlled, but he's like, oh, I'm stronger than that. Like, yeah. he, he has to have that crazy idea that oh, I can't show that I'm weak or I can. So he's doing that, but I, I think it's not real. I think he's lying. But it also, just in my mind, again, I think that maybe you're pushing that aside because an emperor who can't control his powers, then why wouldn't people go for him? Why wouldn't they go? Because I don't know. The Star Wars universe has a lot of dumb people in it. When yeah. you hear me and you are sitting there, I mean, even if we're bounty hunters, me and you, you know, Jim and Matt, these great bounty hunters, and we get word, oh, man, Vader, this is the time to go and attack them. Well, we're going to ask questions, right? We're going to say, mm-hmm. well, why? Oh, you get this. His force powers, they're out of control and like 800 times bigger and mean. All right. <laughs> I'll pass. I'm like, yeah, I'm saying to you, like, you know, get rid of that <laughs> one. <laughs> we're not doing that. With those discs they have, and I'm just throwing that in the trash. I'm not dealing with that. But yet everybody (laughs) seems to be going for it. But in this, you end up where, I'm telling you, when the Emperor walks away laughing, it's so funny. Masamita comes and is like, oh, yeah, we got the rescue ships. Rescue ships? No, no, no. Oh, oh. And then he goes, oh. And then the Emperor just walks away cackling. Ah, yes. I like to at one point because you... You're going to have Afra. We've been waiting for this. Afra and Darth, you know, meet again. And if you don't know, we know Darth's kind of a jerk. And I, I'll tell you one thing. The first time reading through this, I actually was kind of like, well, you know, this isn't real. But actually thinking about it, this is more of an Afra that we used to get than what we're getting from Alyssa Wong. The mm-hmm. Alyssa Wong Afra is so like neutered down like Alyssa Wong doesn't want to have Afra do anything bad anything like kind of does but doesn't but the only way that she could figure out to get Afra to do was to get the spark eternal so it wasn't really Afra but this Afra would just go with the flow once Vader shows up like all right boss let's go and then even starts like bringing up some things she probably shouldn't be bringing up as we go but it does show you at a point it wasn't just Vader you know, pretty much abusing and abusing Afra. Afra was doing a lot of stuff behind Vader's back as well, which really pissed him off, but mm-hmm. also included going to the Emperor at one point and telling him, 
by the way, uh, Vader's doing some real bad stuff behind your back, and, and, <laughs> and you the, shouldn't be doing that. The Emperor liked it. Tell, and she, she says it here, and it was hilarious. She's like, she uses that as a plus now. And when she <laughs> says to Vader, you know, I did go behind your back and tell the Emperor, but he liked it. He said it was a <laughs> Sith thing, so he kind of, it was good, right? But at first, she's there, and she's gambling with Ochi. Ochi's talking his crap. It's kind of fun. And then all of a sudden she gets a, you know, a deal where, uh uh-oh, Vader's around. She goes running and she gets knocked out. And then when she wakes up, Vader is just right there and she goes right to it. I mean, she doesn't go, oh, man, Vader, what? Lord Vader, she says, because she knows if she, she's got to watch herself. She's going to die. And, yeah, he says, I told you I'd find you. This is where Ochi's just behind, just laughing himself <laughs> to, to death. He's like, oh, you're panicking. You should run. Oh, my God, you're going to be dead. But every time he said, the funny thing is usually what you'll get in these is like the Mimsy where Vader will, but Vader's not even paying attention to Ochi, which I don't mind because it allows Ochi to just talk crap as he's yep. getting beat up and slapped around anyway, because then you, you do have, you know, Afra. Down says Lord Vader. I always knew we'd meet again, but remember, you know, I'm pretty useful. Uh, I'm your gal, and then you <laughs> go through that background, and and it is kind of like some of the stuff that we've seen a little more recent. But it is in my mind. It, it, this is a, a weird side play here, because when I'm reading this and seeing, you know, she says I activated triple Z or triple zero and, and BD one for you. Yeah, the killer droids. You know, you didn't even know you needed them until I did that, and we had this one. I start to realize how much I used to like Afra more. Yes. Like the, the book now, there's nothing going on. And, and yeah, we've had, you know, triple zero. And they weren't you know, any good, though. They're not any good. And that's yeah. where it's like that weird idea of is this serving the Afra book well? Because I'm realizing how much I don't like the Afra book as much as I did the regular, you know, original run. But she's like, hey, and, you know, I pulled off that Sun Tool Pride heist. I got that. Got you all the money so you could do your crap behind the Emperor's back. Yeah, I went and told him, but he thought it was cool. That was the best. And as this is going on, Ochi's running peanut gallery commentary behind, which did make me laugh when she's going through this. And Ochi goes, people say I talk too much. It made me giggle because he's (laughs) hilarious. But this whole play then gets interrupted because these bounty hunters, I, what, what are they thinking? I mean, this idea and also the idea that it, it's it felt weird that Darth Vader has a bounty on him. The idea that you would be part of the rebellion and you have this and all and you go and try to take advantage. But this felt weird. And the Imperials involved, all this stuff just kind of felt odd. But. They were called by Masameta, you think? that is that who sent it, them? It seems like, I mean, that's what the weird play is. they like, oh, this is an Imperial deal. But if that was the case, Ochi definitely would have known beforehand. Like, it, would he have said it's a weird way to get this? But this is only there so that Afra can see wacky out-of-control powers. That's yeah, the only reason it's exactly. there. Because we, we there was all no know there's no threat at all. Yeah. It makes these people seem like complete. And bounty hunters would never attack together like that all in one pack. And yeah, and just compl- like the idea the that open. you are so brazen because you hear that Darth Vader's powers, not no powers, <laughs> out of control power. To me, Darth Vader out of control, those two, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not going within seven star systems, even close to Darth Vader. But again, 
It's now the second time we've seen this only being done to show that his powers are out of control, but he can use other things and he's trying to adjust. One point, even after, like, what's the staff? Why is he using tech? This doesn't seem like Vader. Oh my, what's up? Oh no. And then he just raises up his hand. I love too. There is a couple points in this, especially when he's standing there, when you end up where Afra says to Ochi, well, what's with this Vader staff? Why doesn't he use the force? Telling you, you want to have a meme of old man shaking fist at clouds? That's the next panel. Yes. Darth is, looks like he's just like, oh, you? Like he's shaking his fist at bounty <laughs> hunters. It made me laugh so much. And then boom, all of a sudden they're, they're just done. Now, we talked about this before we did last issue i guess it was the idea of out of control powers like where is the out of control i understand that you know everything gets torn apart even the you know platform they're on or whatever but to me seeing vader destroy 50 guys that what's out of control that that's vader it's not as precise i guess that's why there's collateral damage and that's why and my point that's why you have All these people in one big group attacking them. Because if you had one person, two people, that would take more precise attack. Yeah. And that's not what they want to show. So what they're doing and what Greg Pak's doing, and you already pointed out, bounty hunters aren't going to work in a pack of 70. No. You know, it's like they're 70, right? Like all they have to do was kind of go individual (laughs) and surround them at points or whatever. And he'd be in big trouble. But they all go in a pack all together in the big club. They look like a bunch of bees coming in. He shakes his fist. Boom. They're all done. But also, it sends Afra and Ochi into the drink. But, of course, you don't want to make Vader look like a chump. So he's up there. And he's like, ah, you know, just looking at them. It's It's almost like they would have been better served to be stormtroopers, maybe. Yeah. That were just sent from the Empire rather than bounty hunters. It would make more sense. It's very weird. And even if it was this play where we didn't know, like, man. The rebels are really go. Oh, look! There was an imperial insignia on one of the the ships. It's like something a little more subtle or clever, but it yeah. is just waves, 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 and it's just a show out of control power, so that Afra can then go. Because I don't know. It's weird because Afra then starts talking, and you're not going to fully get Vader go to Afra and say, "Hey there, uh, you know, remember me? And you were kind of buddies, and you did things for me. Well, I kind of really need your help. You don't ever want to have." Vader really asking for help so you see out of control power so Afra can get things connected in her mind to say oh you know what if they're out of control I know where we can get some things because this whole kyberite confessional deal gets thrown in and the kyberite becomes the big deal getting a lot of kyber stuff uh, recently mm-hmm. and then they just go off it's an okay setup to go off to Ringo Vinda probably Ringo Starr's cousin. And when they go there, this is now, now we're getting Afro stuff. Again, we're getting better Afro stuff set up here than we do in the Afro book by Alyssa Wong, because this is full out just Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's the wink, wink of, you know, what Afro is. But just imagine Raiders of the Lost Ark, where Indy's going to go into the temple at the very beginning, first scene. And then he grabs Ochi and throws him in the head of him. And Ochi's getting hit by every trap as he goes down because <laughs> it's this big hole. And they get there and they're like, ooh, this is going to be a, a trap. This is how things are. I wonder how we're going to figure it out. Poor Ochi's just talking like, oh, man, looks pretty dangerous. And then Vader just sends him flying down. And as he goes down, I wish, and I think the art's really good in this issue, 
Mm-hmm. I actually wish that this played out a little more because he is going through the gauntlet of traps, getting shot at. He's getting electrocuted. He's getting hit by arrows as he's running and poisoned by the end where he says, I don't feel good. Like now all the traps are done. So they can go walk down, and it was pretty funny. But it's even like almost that, could you, couldn't you just throw anything down there? Did it have to be a hu- like a person? That's <laughs> the funny thing. I wish that Ochi did yell like he could have thrown a rock. <laughs> it's Ochi. I mean, he got hit by a bar- barb. Oh my god! Yeah, he's running at one point, just like oh my goodness gracious! It's bad he's poison. He's in the bag. Like where you have to give Ochi credit again. I love Ochi. Me and you, he's one of my favorite characters of all of this, you know, volume of Star Wars comics. Because when he gets done, he has a a barbed arrow that's poisoning him through his arm. He got shot, electrocuted. And when Vader and Aphra walk down, he makes it seem like he just, like, this was his, he goes all clear everyone. (laughs) Like, like that was his job. Like, he's trying to make it like... All right, I did it. I want to get applauded here. And they just walk right by him. And then yep. he goes, I don't feel so good. <laughs> As he pulled, like that arrow, disgusting when he gets that out, but it was. He pulls it out. You can't pull that out. No. I mean, and Afra, oh. she doesn't care. Vader cares even And then less, he injects but, himself with some kind of like uh, some cure or something. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, we always go with that play. Look, yeah, he pulls out his little vials. Uh, we've talked about it, but he is the Sith assassin. Like, he isn't incapable. He's just a goofball. But yeah, he's always used as, as that. But it always makes me laugh because he is like, he's Vader's best friend, but Vader doesn't want anybody to know that and always treats him like crap. Even before that, though, when they were flying towards there, Vader was meditating. Ochi tells Afro, yeah, he does this stuff lately, but, you know, leave him alone. You don't want to get involved. But when she gets close because of their deal, she kind of goes into one of those forced dreams again and she sees Luke. She ends up seeing Sabe like she sees all these and that big thing of being good still. There's still good in them comes up, which is mm-hmm. something that she kind of thinks as well, because she did see him when he was vulnerable, when he actually, you know, had to admit that he wasn't as bad as everybody says or he acts. So you have that. And that was kind of nice. And it, it gives you that connection with Luke if you're going with this whole, you know, timeline, which is wonky with how things are released. And I was going to mention that it does seem like the timeline would be. Hidden Empire, this story, then Afro with Luke in the Afro book, or actually stories in that, and then the whole play of Luke fixing his lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah, that makes sense. So that seems like it would be. So they go down, and this whole play is there's this tech. This guy was doing, you know, Kyber investigations, realized that the Kyberite was the opposite. It it plays out with the idea (laughs) that you get this shield type tech. If Darth has that, well, he, it's not going to change the force. It's not going to do anything. We'll be able to focus it. At least she says you can aim it. And as Darth does, he just points it right at Afra and tries to blast her. I thought he the argument was a little wonky, but he goes yeah. to do Yeah. I mean, he's done. He, he has what he needs. He's <laughs> going to kill her, which I think it's a little, you know, nearsighted. He should probably just kind of knock her out and leave because he may need her again. He, he ended up needing her now. Why wouldn't you think that he'd need her later? But he goes to blast. Somehow it like reverts over and, and Ochi gets knocked down because Afra says, I put a little fail safe. I mean, she worked quick. I think she did a little tech deal. Yeah, she does a little uh, on one of the panels, like a little ting, I think is yeah, what she's she doing. Yeah, she just does a ting. Which, yeah. uh, it's so weird that that is a, it's oh, not you enough. know, but 
she must have been working on it and you should have had on the instead of her going hey what's vader doing she should have been working on something it should have been then, like three hours later she hands it over to because it's it's too quick or she's fixing a thing on the ship when they're going and ochi says well what are you doing don't worry about it because she already knows she has to put this little deal on and hack it i but it is quick so you end up where ochi again Gets now, and he can barely talk. He's so out of it now. And he's like, Oh man, because you have Afra say, Hey, I uploaded a little safeguard so it doesn't work on me, explaining why she didn't get plastic. Oh, gee, you're talking too much again when you should be running. Somehow he thinks that Vader, like, All right, well, he did try to kill her, but the whole play here is I still think that you have some good in you. You're more reasonable these days, and that kind of affects Vader. Uh, But at that point, they get attacked by the droid army. Again, other droids. At least the droids should be able to do the computations that you don't mess with Vader. But <laughs> it's a little more personal. You got some things going. So, yeah, that's going to be where we go. So it'll be cool. But I have uh, I have an idea that Vader's just going to decimate them. Now he can focus. And I think that the next issue, that'll show you exactly what he can and can't do with this tech. And, he, so, and he's got the shield and the staff. He looks pretty cool. I was just going to say. He now has like a medieval yeah. deal going on, right? So it, and he it has does a castle, so it all works out. It all works out. At one point, I thought that what they were saying was it was going to be like a new cape, and it was going to have a neat and sick, but it was the shield. That would deal, be cool. So. And a cape to maybe a different helmet or something? Yeah, I thought that it was going to be something like that, where it'd be all like, pimp my Darth Vader. Pretty <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, the next issue we go, and he's got like flames on each side of his helmet. <laughs> That'd <laughs> be hilarious. Things are glowing purple and, and green. He's doing that. Oh, of course, Ochi would be all into it. Ochi would then what? What would be the funny play? Darth Vader pimps everything, right? So he's all. Fl- Ochi would start trying to do it himself, but he would only end up finishing it when Darth Vader says that that's bull crap and nobody would dress like that, and then Ochi would be left looking like a chump again. But <laughs> overall, what would you give this? I'd give this one, uh, I think I'd give it an 8, because it's nice yeah, to I'm see Afra doing better stuff than what we usually see her doing. And you know what? It's some of the stuff with Vader and Jules, Tim, we weren't really into it. It didn't feel like Vader's stuff. This with Afra, I think, is bigger. And I I, I had a laugh. When, when Emperor starts out by laughing about Vader without the, you know, no rescue ships involved, he's laughing. Then you yeah. get Ochi, who's hilarious, playing well. The thing is, here's the thing. If Vader went off and like, you know what, I'm going to let you go, Afra, but I need Ochi to watch you. And Ochi goes off into the Afra book with that. I think it would be good because I like the two together. They're actually pretty fun. And again, mm-hmm. Ochi is always doing things like he might actually be very intrigued about how Afra keeps doing things behind Vader's back, but gets away with it. And that'd be kind of a cool deal because he's always doing crap behind Vader's back. But Vader always knows that he's doing it. So. But yeah, even at the next issue, you see who's on the cover. You got the kill droids on the cover. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't yeah. need them. Yes, maybe Greg Pak's a little better, but they showed up and was such a non thing when they showed yeah, up. Yeah, I think I have a feeling it'll be better next issue. I think. Yeah, I hope so. Well, again, yeah. now that I think of it, you got the killer droid army. Why wouldn't they be there? Like they're going to separate, and these two are going to come through. Like, they're these big dudes, and I think Vader's going to just destroy them. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I'm giving Nate as well. I yeah, think it's, it's good. pretty good. So it's good to be positive about them, and we'll see what we're going to be doing next week. But thanks, everybody, for listening this week. 
And with all that, thanks for joining me, Matt. Thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.